0: Hey, it's Bill Simmons. We're not just reacting to the NBA playoffs on my podcast. We're also doing it on the Ringer NBA show and the mismatch podcast. They are coming after some of these NBA playoff games. Check it out Monday, Wednesday and Friday nights on the Ringer Podcast Network.
1: Well, big show today. I'm going to tell you why. Actually, let me just say this before we say anything else. Jesse had COVID. He went to the doctors. The doctors did all they could. He's going to be fine.
2: He's- what? Why do you have to say it like that? No, that's a good what? thing. You're doing great. Um, I listened to the last episode yep. uh, while I was gone. Thoughts? I, I listened to the main part that I cared about was the beginning when you mentioned how Jesse has COVID and he's really faking it and making it a bigger deal than it is. I said milking it. I would never say you're faking it. You know what I meant. Dude, COVID
1: COVID is your dream. You don't have to leave your house. (laughs) You don't have to get dressed. You don't have to do any work. Be honest with me. And and it's great for weight loss. What more do you want? Like COVID is literally like a job you would apply for.
2: (laughs) I am COVID not- has not been as bad as I thought because I fortunately have a milder case, not to make light of a very serious thing. No, However, never I've that. been doing much better. The whole family has it uh, right now, but uh, the wife is doing fine and dandy. Little girl, she's a little sick. She's got a slight fever, but she's okay. And your, your boy, sports boy, other than a little sinus pressure, he's back and ready to go. I mean, I can't tell you how... it. Sad I was to miss last Thursday, but how excited I was for today. There you go. Um, that was that's my COVID speech. So we thanks we've for got, having me. Oh,
1: I'm, you why don't want you to go back to bed? I got it from here. You did great. That's all that Good. can be expected from you. Good. <coughs> Goodbye. All COVID right. cough. Yeah, we go. know, we know. Uh <laughs> bit of a miss. I didn't want to just do the NBA thing again today. So we're gonna do a whole bunch of like little different topics. And Jason Flynn, Soccer Cards United is joining at the end of the show. I promised him it would be like 10 minutes. Because there are three releases this week in the world of
2: Sucker. It's never 10 minutes with Jason, though. And I love that. It's always a delight to have him on. I'm going to keep him for 12. I'll accept that challenge. Challenges Speaking there. of real life thing,
1: on, on, as opposed to your fake sickness, I almost died this morning. Woke up at 5 in the morning to I'm my smoke you, detector. There's a lot of drama. Here right next drama. to my head going off in the bedroom. Carbon monoxide. The silent, oh, whoa, really? the silent killer. It did. It, it went off the other day. I, th- I don't know what went off.
2: I just took the batteries out. It was annoying me. <laughs>
1: oh, I ripped it right off the ceiling. No, but it went off the other day and I went upstairs and it stopped. And I was like, oh, that's funny because the air wasn't running. Nothing was. I was like, whatever. Maybe we were having a fire outside. And I thought, oh, well, maybe something like the fumes or co- I have no idea. Whatever. Yeah. But then this morning it woke us up at 5 a.m. Um, oh, hats off to Station 4, Hendersonville Fire Department. So did they come it- out? Well, I went, I called our buddy Travis. He was like, we'll get into car talk in a minute. Just shut up, people. <laughs> um, he was like, dude, if you, he's like, first of all, it can it, absolutely. It's serious. I can't kill you. Uh, he said, go to the fire department. And within minutes I drove because it's a mile away. I was like, hey, here's the deal. Like it's going off. I don't know what's happening. He's like, yep, no problem. Two trucks come over here about 10 minutes later. Slow down. I forgot to tell Hannah they were coming in the house. It's my fault. They walked oh, right God. in the back door, as they were instructed to. They did nothing wrong. Fully suited, though. Masks and everything. <laughs> did a full reading. They were like, dude, it's just a bad detector.
2: No carbon monoxide to speak of. So to be fair, when you said you almost died, that was...
1: I'm just saying, you had a sniffle, and you're say saying you're like on
2: your deathbed. Okay. I had a
1: silent killer oh. in my house.
2: <laughs> Don't you dare start with me, sir. That... <laughs> I got real deep real fast. Yeah. Okay,
1: I do want to touch on a couple things, NBA, and then we'll get into it, because
2: now we have to talk cards. Uh, do we uh, want to do the rundown? N- nope, the because... rundown is just
1: a smorgasbord All right,
2: the rundown, NBA review. I'm doing it because I didn't get to do it last week. Don't you dare take that away from me. Then we're going to hit release week. Straight facts, homie. Mailbag, our boy Jason Flynn, as already mentioned, is on the way to the show. And we've got a little, we have a little peppering of other items we'll throw in there along the way. Mike, why don't you go ahead and hit him with the big picture? See, was that so hard?
1: All right, NBA talk. Just very brief. We're going to do a couple minutes. We're not going to keep talking about the same few things. Luka Doncic is the most sold person who's on a piece of cardboard in the world right now. Uh, rightfully so. Do you mean that by, like, just by pop count? Is that what no, you're I about, just or what mean, mean if you're on Facebook groups, Instagram, Twitter. Oh, just Twitter. get rid of him. I yes, think guys I are finally viewing this as the chance. They got a nice little rise in price on base stuff and stuff that was probably a little overpopulated. Seems like most people, I shouldn't say most, but a good number of people, a Mm -hmm. many good fellow, are selling off Luka stuff right now. Not autos, not the high end, not the low numbered stuff, but it does, I'm going to say we see a big drop in Luka base stuff this offseason just because it's amazing how much of the stuff is around when it comes out. So that is point number one. Really? Luka selling all over the place. Guys are finally able to unload Probably still at a loss, but at less of a loss than a couple weeks ago. They're well, down three. 0 they're not coming back. I don't want to hear your yeah. stats or numbers. I'm just telling you what I see on the street, buddy. Okay. You're I'm looking just, at you're looking at sheets. I'm I'm telling you what's happening in the
2: real world. Just telling you what the numbers are it's okay. continue. Go. you have something to add? I mean you're you're type oh, away. I, I don't gonna, want to interrupt. I would never no, no, do no, that. No, I, I was, would never do that. <laughs> you've never done that and you won't start now. Um, I was looking up some Luca pricing for PSA ten two thousand eighteen Prism uh the card selling for three thousand dollars uh that's a silver that's a silver that's a that is a silver um the the silver is still going for three thousand dollars if i'm looking up that card right now as far as sales history from yesterday to today um it has dropped down to 2500 are guys still making their money as as you say because of the the price spike i mean it sounds like no no, no. i don't it's think already in- dropped
1: incorrect you misinterpreted what i said nobody is making money on luca who's had him for a while i Every, thought you were
2: saying they were taking this opportunity because they they were done, taking
1: they're taking this opportunity to get rid of stuff at less of a loss than it was a few weeks ago but the reality has set in they were down 0-2 to the suns the suns are choke artists let's be honest I didn't. That that's not a huge cause for concern. You're down three 0 to Golden State. This series is over. So, Luca stuff. If you were going to sell, now would have been the time. If you're hearing this and you haven't sold, and your plan was to sell, you're probably late to the party. Now, I hope I'm wrong. I hope he goes on some crazy run, and I would love to see them win two games. I don't. Why do you hope that? I don't I think, think it's good for the hobby. That. I think it'd be good for people to see it. Um, ah. But what Luca has shown this year is that he doesn't need a. He doesn't need that much more help, quite frankly. They can get him one more guy to play with. So anyways, that's that's the situation with Luka. Tatum market, very stale right now, still the same. You know, he had a horrible game three against the Heat, even though they almost came back after being down 26. It is what it is. Miami, very stagnant. Nobody is like, there's just not a ton of hobby love for anybody on the Heat. Uh, Tatum, obviously out of that whole series, Tatum has the most to gain and the most to lose at this point. If they can go on a run, beat the heat, despite being down two one, I still think they're winning in seven, maybe six. If they can beat the heat in that series, Tatum will still grow the most. And then the other team is a team of veterans. You know, if Curry wins and I've been listening to some of the other podcasts. you know, there's a lot of like speculative podcasts, which I don't mind, but it's always like the, Hey, if this happens, then that means this for this person's legacy. Okay. So I haven't heard Bill speak specifically on this, but I'm very curious to hear what like the actual basketball people would say. If Curry wins the ring this year, which I think he's going to, and wins a Finals MVP, do people start putting him ahead of Kevin Durant all time? The reason I think that's interesting from a card standpoint is I think he's already top fifteen, top twenty. If he wins another ring this year and got a Finals MVP, I think he's mm-hmm. making the case for now like top fifteen, top twelve best active player, not named LeBron all time again in the league. So I think, and Curry stuff we've seen has come down with the rest of the market. So his 2000, his 2009 rookie card market, I think is crazy appealing right now, just because it's not historically like unbelievable, like the Kobe market, like the LeBron market. I think he's right in that mix, though. And I think, I, actually I think they have a great chance to win this year. Clay Thompson, same thing, just to a lesser degree. I mean, if Clay wins another ring and he's playing really good right now, his 2012 rookie stuff, I think, will skyrocket. Um, and then Wiggins is the other guy in that team who's actually mentioned in the mailbag. Wiggins is not never going to be better than the number three, number four there. And number five any given night, too, with Draymond and, and Jordan Poole.
2: So Wiggins and Poole are much more short term on. But have you Clay, seen Wiggins but an and Curry in price? Say again? Have you seen Cle- uh, uh, Wiggins' increase in price? Yeah. How much he's actually... Yeah, it's up quite a bit. over-doubled. That's why what I'm saying, like, and he's a 2014 rookie?
1: 2000, yeah, 14. Yeah, I just, to me, I would sell. Like, what's a price point on him?
2: On, on so, What do you have specific? Just to put it in perspective, on the 15th, he was at $25. What are we talking as about? As uh, his 2014 PRISM rookie, PSA 10. So... $25 as of the 15th. A week later, he is selling at $61. Do you have the
1: pop count on that, or is that just sales? $880. That's insane. Yep. Yeah, Under $1,000? I mean, Again, I, but he's not a guy I would want to invest in heavily. But even at that price, it's $60 bucks right now on a team that's going to make a finals run. I would yeah. buy Wiggins today for that.
2: The the silver is only $380. There's only a $71 pop count on that one, though.
1: A a pop count under 100 for that guy is selling for less than a Luca base. That's nuts. Wiggins is nowhere near his level, but Wiggins is a good player who's probably getting a ring this year.
2: Um, So overall, though, you think Steph Curry at his current pricing is still good? Because I noticed, too, that Steph is up quite a bit. I mean, he's up just about at 10, uh, I think 10,000 was what it sold for a few days ago, uh, the 2009 Tops PSA 10. Yeah. That is roughly what it was six, or I'm sorry, a year ago. Um, So I'm just thinking like after the calm, you know, after playoffs and everything ends, the middle of the the NBA lull, you know, in between seasons, does this card end up going back down? uh, What's the pop on it? uh, 365. I think you're fine.
1: Because I think if he wins a championship, he's going to, again, he's a legacy guy at this point. That's the type of okay. stuff I don't think is coming down. So, And I, I do. I, I would love to see the Celtics, but I think he's winning. Um, I do still think the Celtics are winning the East, though. So I made a nice little purchase yesterday. Look this up, by the way. Opt 2017 Optic Hollow PSA 10 Tatum. So I bought this card. What's today? Today's Monday. I think I bought this card. Out. It's either Friday or Saturday. I pay, I'm pretty sure I paid $640 for the card, which is about the going rate. And then they got beat that night. I think this is another card though. You have it? I saw that little
2: Yeah. It, it, COVID it's a filled silver face hollow. Lineup. Is that yep. okay. Uh it's last sold on the twentieth confirmed sale for seven hundred dollars.
1: Okay. So I got it for ten percent off. What do you have a pop count on that? Uh no, but I can probably pull one. In one sec. I have
2: so much faith you can pull this number up. It's not even funny.
1: <laughs> COVID's making you better.
2: You're failing. You're gonna fail at that. All right. Um, that card has. Oh, I do have a pop count. Eleven hundred. I should have believed in me. Uh, Three hundred and seventy-eight. I like it. I thought. I, I honestly <laughs> think that's a decent buy
1: still at seven hundred bucks. But I wouldn't buy if you don't think they're winning. So I bought that. I bought a flawless jumbo patch auto booklet of Barry Sanders.
2: It's right. Why there? Why would why did you do that? Not that I don't I love Barry Sanders. Why do you even ask you this? No, I was just curious what what made you pull that trigger. Tatum, I get. Is it a but. is
1: it a resentment of the city of Detroit? <laughs> What's
2: the I think Barry Sanders is awesome and I think he's a very funny personality. I'm just curious. We're not in NFL season. There hasn't been any news with Barry. I'm just curious what made you pull the Barry trigger. One of the best-looking cards you'll ever see in
1: your life are the Flawless Jumbo Patch booklets. They're game-worn. It's ridiculously nice. It's number to 10. I got a steal of a price on it. That's why I bought it. Oh, okay. I see. I don't okay. even think I'm going to sell the card, quite frankly. I don't really... The, anything on the shelf, as you've seen, by the way, that's the Brady from Fenway. Hang on, let me. Once point. it
2: gets to the shelf, it doesn't come off the shelf. Once it gets easily. to
1: the shelf, it only leaves the shelf if it is traded for something else to go on the shelf. So the Bird Bill Russell dual auto I sold and traded away, traded, not sold. It's now that that one right there. Oh, for that the podcast one right that audience, I can't see. I'm pointing over my shoulder, <laughs> so that was good for video. So, yes, that's a rule with the shelf. And then, speaking of Tatum, I did see one sale at auction this week. I think it closed Saturday night. His 2017 National Treasures, this is actually one of the cards we talked about. Uh, It's sold at Golden Auction. It's an RPA, true RPA, National Treasures, graded at 9.5 with the juice, as it were, sold for $80,000. Is the juice the same as the VIG? It's a good question. I mean, the buyers, it's the
2: buyer premium. You pay an extra 20%. The vig? the VIG is like the interest rate, right? With yeah, I think mom. that's more like interest. Let's call my dad. Dad yeah. would know. Get Gio on here. Oh, my God. People would love to have Gio on here. The only thing is, I don't know if your dad could. Do you think he would claim up? I feel like the he might get nervous. No. He'd be fine. No? It's in the you jeans. Think?
1: Okay. Fair enough. Besides, it's two in the afternoon. Papa Gio's had a couple of drinks. Jeremy's calling mm-hmm. us right now. Should we stop the podcast and take this phone call? Put uh, it on the podcast. No,
2: we'll call him back. Okay. Um. So there you go. That's my opening opening thoughts. Um, then if we're done with that, let's go ahead and hit release week. And then I got some straight facts, homie, for release you. week. Uh, by
1: the way, we're hitting heavy with soccer with Jason. There's only one release that is not soccer this week that I've in, I was interested in. 2021-2022 uh, Impeccable Basketball releases tomorrow. Jesse is so ready to share the facts and details on this product. and He's going to do that right now uh we that's need to get a some, by the way it's we need a- to get like a clip of the show <laughs> the look on your, I'm, I'm surprised you're even here i know you're feeling terrible jesse looks like a 13 year old he just has the,
2: the yep. childish and
1: a pink my wife
2: calls it the brad renfro look where my hair splits down the middle
1: was that in that movie when he had the nope um <laughs> and then he's got this you have like a pinkish hue to you and, the and you haircut, can see the whites of
2: my eyes really like that I'm haircut just, is right from the sandlot Guys, I am doing so good right now. I had my first cup of coffee for the first time in a week. I feel like the stimulants running through me are here to provide you entertainment. Yep. Um, I would do more sound effects, but I'm sure Mike would just complain. So I'm not going to do that. I am going to provide you with the information you'd like, which is 2021 Panini Impeccable Basketball. It has one pack per box, nine cards per pack, five autos, three bass or bass parallels, one silver insert. And it will run you roughly $3,500. Oh, a case. Three, that's a case. Uh, no, no, no. No, that's a box. It's not a box. There's no that chance. Impeccable 2021 Impeccable Basketball Hobby Case costs $10,000. What? I don't. I don't know why you're questioning me. Do you? Oh. <laughs> what in the world? I've got to look this up myself. I- Go ahead and look it up. 10000 a case? Look it up. Hobby case. That's for three. That comes with three boxes in it. I don't even know where to find it. Oh, it's sold out on Blowout. It is. Yep. That's why I did some research beforehand so I don't look like a fool. That is insane.
1: Yes. I don't even have anything to say. Never mind. I have nothing to say about Impeccable. I like Impeccable and I like Panini, but that is insane i well, wouldn't be anywhere I, mean, I wouldn't pay anywhere near that kind of money for that box
2: well here's the thing who sets who's setting that price because obviously oh, that's, that's just the market i mean the, that's the, what i mean like that's a market yeah, price yeah not yeah like yeah i don't an have any issue setting with, that price no
1: but i'm just saying i wouldn't i wouldn't go anywhere
2: i wouldn't even go anywhere near breaking that product for that kind of money three thousand dollars a bo- thirty five hundred a box depending on where you get it from between three thousand and thirty five hundred yeah that seems nuts to me I mean, I I thought so, but I for for this product, I was like, well, maybe Mike knows something more than I do. It's a nice product. If you
1: told me it was two grand, I'd be like, you know what? Yep, expensive, but but I'm in. Yeah, I mean, maybe even like twenty two hundred. I was not expecting that. I honestly thought you were going to say like two thousand bucks.
2: I keep um, like waiting for the other shoe to drop to be like, oh, Jesse made a mistake looking no, at the wrong I, thing. I. I trust little you little more than life itself. So Really? <laughs> That's um,
1: a big mistake. Here's an interesting little note, too. Like I said, we'll talk about soccer releases with Jason. I thought this was interesting. Prism Football is set to release in a couple weeks in June. Actually, look that up when you get a second, when you're done blowing your nose. 2021 Prism Football. But just to put in perspective how delayed things have been, 2020 Prism, so last year's Prism Football, came out the first week of December. So we are at least six months past that. We're going to be seven months late. I didn't realize the delays were that. Like, I knew things were delayed. I did not realize it was that far out. And then somebody raised a good question the other day, too. Select is a product that puts redemptions that are called XRC, which is literally like they're, it's a rookie before the rookie. And it was a cool thing because they would do like, the XRC would be QB1 autograph, and it means the following year in the draft, whoever the first QB taken is, you get that card. Or it could be RB2, mm-hmm. again, second running back taken, you would get the card. There's not a ton of, it's just weird, I've never, obviously Select has not even been released yet, and we already have seen the draft, like the draft's already happened. Yeah. Not a ton of anticipation there, which is kind of a bummer, because that's one of the cool things about Select, I like the XRC chase. Um, when is the release date for Prism, do you have it?
2: yeah so uh prism football is releasing june 3rd june 3rd okay very soon like what 10 days from now 11 days from now Interesting. Um, yes you're talking do you have any guesses on prices
1: that's in here as well so i know it's some places we're at 1500 for pre-order yeah 15 to 1600 we'll talk about that you may notice i tagged you in a mailbag question we'll get into that i pulled up pricing that's interesting to me all right let's do straight facts homie
2: Ah, uh, straight facts. Homie. COVID can't kill Brokaw. No, Brokaw's here for forever. Um, I have a few I have a few stories in the headlines I'd like to talk a little bit about, and I'm gonna bring up some Facebook stories, something a little different, uh, that I think guys will hopefully appreciate. But let's start with number one. I think you will appreciate this as a diehard Boston boy. Yankees prospect has been cut over a memorabilia scam. Oh, I know pulling. his name.
1: Hang on. His name is Jacob.
2: Yeah, Jake was Sanford.
1: Sanford. He was in 2018
2: if of a month. Ah, uh, maybe 2019. Yep. Yeah, so... He was stealing Jake, stuff, right? Jakey Boy was basically uh, making deals with people on the side saying he's going to get them Major League, uh, basically memorabilia, cutouts of shirts, bats, whatever, um, and selling them on the black market until he got caught and now he is cut from the team and no longer doing that. I mean, it was uh, probably
1: just a regular market. Why would he have to go to an under? I mean, there was no
2: black market. I mean, involved. I guess Facebook market is yeah. a black market if you I don't think do that's... sell the right things. Okay. Um, I saw so that. Anyways, that's wild. Very interesting. I thought just because it said it was mainly being done in Facebook groups. Like, I, I know it doesn't happen in ours. Uh, well, I don't think so. No one said anything. We don't I just allow thought selling how crazy movie. that is. Yeah.
1: Okay. yeah. That is wild. Okay. Interesting.
2: I saw um, that last week. Yep. Next up, one of a kind Tom Brady card sells for $396,000. And it's not one of a kind. Right? Turns out to be not so one of a kind. Uh, this card it was graded by Beckett recently as an 8.5 um, near, near mint or uh, what is it? 8.5. NM- we get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. The card is a 2000 Basically, showcase.
1: Isn't it the 2000 showcase where he has the bald head picture?
2: Yeah, on the back, he's got, yeah, the yep. bald head picture. Uh, Fleer showcase masterpiece. It's the horizontal. The card. Yes, the card was uh, just now graded by Beckett, but it was also uh, graded by PSA. What happened was apparently a lot of these card companies will make these one of ones multiples of them, uh, when they're first testing them out. And they were never supposed to get out. This card was never supposed to get out. However, it did. Uh, so there's some question there, but no one seems to be uh, reneging on the the auction or anything like that. There's going forward uh, with the sale. So three hundred ninety six thousand and Beckett's, including a ticket of authenticity with it. So just kind of interesting. This one of one is not so one of one. But yeah, that's wild. It's almost like it was a promo card or like a demo card
1: that made it to the market. But it's a it's an actual card.
2: Yeah, oh yeah, it's an actual card. I'll tell you the freakiest thing is just the look of Tom Brady bald on the it cards. Is, that's, so disturbing. that card I
1: traded for last week is the as the other card that comes out of Showcase.
2: Oh. That's why I've never chased that
1: insert one, the vertical, because I think he looks like a buffoon. I don't like <laughs> the look of the card. I don't want to put
2: something on my shelf that looks like that. Well, I don't know how many of them are actually out there, at least two of them. Well, the, there's a base more. version of that card that's oh, numbered higher. Yeah. I see, I got gotcha. you. But the
1: Masterpiece is the one of one, yep. I pulled a masterpiece out of two thousand showcase baseball, Juan Encarnacion, sold it oh. for forty bucks at the Shriners show in Boston. I'm going to say the How year did, was two thousand two. Any regrets or? I don't know what no. Juan is doing these days, so no, no <laughs> regrets there. If I'm being honest. Okay,
2: good. Yep. Um, Christie's is in the sports card game as of recently. They are putting up a 1986 Fleer Jordan rookie card. I saw this. However, it is autographed. Yep. Uh, It is an 8.5 Beckett grading. Uh, I believe the autograph got a nine, but it is going, the estimate is between two and $3 million. If I'm not Uh, mistaken, this is his,
1: wasn't this card signed years ago? And it's like the old school rookie signature of his. I believe the um, autograph itself looks different than his modern day stuff. If I'm not mistaken.
2: Uh, there wasn't mention of that in the article that I had read. I'd like to know where these estimates came from too. Isn't it the card owner who says he thinks it's worth two to three million bucks? Uh, that, it just says that Christie's has it up for estimate of two to three million. So if it originally came from the owner, it doesn't say, uh, it does say though that of the 20 car, 23 cards released. Only 14 cards are known graded in the hands of private collectors, so there's this is very rare. Uh, of course, uh, you know everybody seeks out this card, but the autograph version is very rare, uh, especially at this grading. So, two to three million dollars. People talk about the card market. It is so interested. Like, is the card market hurting? Is it? Are we in a free fall? Is it going to be okay? I think signs like this point to a. Uh, lasting trend that people with money still want these cards. So um, just another interesting side note. One more before I get to uh, Facebook. Another card has made another record. So again, so many contradicting information. People are so worried about the card market, but then more and more records keep getting set. Serena Williams uh, just set another record with her. Uh, It was a signed a patch rookie card. Um, this was from 2003 uh, Net Pro series, just sold for $266,000. It is the highest selling female athlete card ever. And she was also the, uh, the last one to set a record for a female athlete card being sold. So just another interesting thing. I know a lot of people were saying Serena Williams got oversold. Uh people were spending a lot of money on her card back, I don't know, a couple months ago or maybe it was more than that, four or five months ago. If you remember when Serena was getting like so hot, people were like going after her card, like the weird Tony Hawk cards, you know. Yeah, at least six months ago, I think. Sorry, I'm trying to look up this Christie's thing.
1: I wanna know when this Michael Jordan auction goes on. I don't care about the Serena cards. Oh, card. I could I'm have sorry. just told you. Yeah, when does it start? June first through fourteenth. I, I, I am gonna be like beyond shocked if this card goes for that kind of money maybe i'm just
2: way off like i i would think a million is like really good on that card i would say that being as rare as it is only 23 cards i think the people that have a lot of money are going to bid this card up i think this is like the yeah i think a million is bidding it
1: up well i mean i I could be wrong I i don't know the jordan market that well that seems insane to me
2: but well, well, think see. about how how popular and how in demand the Jordan rookie card was I'm and still about is. It. And then think about, okay, well, what if there's an even rarer version of that card? I think that people are going to spend top dollar on it. Yeah, even I just, you and me have a different idea
1: on. on top dollar on that card.
2: We'll see. Um, all right, so that was the last one. Uh, but I did want to read a story real quick. And this comes out of uh, the Facebook group. It was something positive for our our little corner of the world in sports cards. And you're going to have to bear with me because it's a couple paragraphs. So it's, but it's really a really cool story. So this is from uh, Luis Pulis, I believe is how you pronounce it. Um, So he says, here's a quick story on how this page, Mike, Jesse, and anyone else who is involved with it has the power to do good. All right, You you listening, Mike? Pay attention. He says, I pulled this Corey Madden super refractor or super refractor, back in 2006 from a little card shop that was inside the batting cages in Brooklyn, New York. To date, it's the only super fra- refractor I've pulled. Fast forward to a couple of weeks ago when someone from this group did one of those show me your one-of-one one posts. I posted this card and the same day got a message from a guy named Ian saying, He's friends with Corey, and he's been looking for this card forever. Corey messaged him shortly after, saying that he's been scouring eBay for 16 years looking for it. It's the only Bowman release he made it, He made it on, so it's his holy grail. Not going to lie, for a quick second, I thought to myself that this guy will give me whatever I want for this, but that was just quick, selfish second. I decided to send the card to him in Alaska for nothing. It meant so much to him, and it arrived just a few days ago. He, his wife, and little kids are so happy. He says it's going to make a, he's going to make a display out of it, along with the handwritten note I sent. In the letter, I said I'm used to the, I used this moment uh, as a teaching moment for my six- and eight-year-old kids on how important acts of kindness can be. Just thought I'd share. Again, thanks to Mike and Jesse for giving us a platform to make good things happen, and to Ian for making the connection. Yeah. I Very cool story. I like that. I, saw I that. think that's an awesome story. I, I just wanted to share it with everybody because I think the the Facebook group, we've talked a little bit about the negativity in there and that can still happen and it probably will always to some degree happen. But if we, we can still use this place for a good, positive resource, and I think that's what Luis and Ian did. So very cool. Nice. Uh, How does that make you feel, Mike? You feel good? You feel warm? Yeah, I feel Phenomenal. I wish it was carbon monoxide
1: pump, pulsing through my veins right now. Um, People don't yeah, it like a nice that, was like... A very nice story. Uh, any? <laughs> I read it last week. What do you want me to say? I don't care. I mean, it was great. I I'm, I'm, I do like
2: positive stuff, too. So, Do you want to have a negative story? I've got a negative one if you want to do that. Go not that do something. Feel better? Go do a kickflip. I'm excited. <laughs> <Do something. laughs> no, 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 no. Let's, let's go ahead. Wh- whatever you wanted to do.
1: I want to make won't... sure I mention again I think you should come with me, but I think the chances of that are so slim it's disgusting. Yeah, right, yeah. There's we fly no in Tuesday now. afternoon, we fly home Wednesday morning. Bleaker trading. We do a trade night, Carvin's going to be there co-hosting with us. Yeah. I think we do it. It's a cheap flight.
2: What do There's you have to lose? There, if I hadn't just gotten COVID, there was a chance I would I mean, down. you can't get it again. That's perfect. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's <Perfect>. not
1: true. <laughs> the chances of How you many- getting it in a three-month time period after you have it are so slim it's ridiculous.
2: Do you... Are you what's his name? Jimmy Kimmel, he just got it, and three weeks later got it again. Jimmy I just saw Kimmel. that in the news. Okay. I'm just saying, it a lot of people keep getting it. I don't want to get it again.
1: Bleaker Trade Night is June 7th. I will be there. Carvin, the architect, will be there. Carvin's a guy. Tell who, us who
2: Carvin is a little bit more.
1: Yeah. So, Carvin worked like with Upper Deck uh, years ago. He developed, like, he created the exquisite brand. I know he created uh, Immaculate for Panini. I don't know if he did Flawless or not. He's done other things as well. Um, But Carvin has a pretty big social following, pretty well-known in the card world. Um, Jesse's thinking about maybe coming. It would be nice if he did, because it's a sports cards nonsense event. But anyways, we'll be there June 7th, bleaker trading in New York.
0: Forget about
1: it! (laughs) (laughs)
2: Sorry, <laughs> <That's just, stories laughs> I want to tell a story so I could end with that. You stepped on it. Uh, Carvin seemed like a really nice guy at the National. Didn't uh, isn't he doing something like in Japan or something like that? I felt like he was setting up some trade shops or something. I have no idea. He does a lot of stuff. I don't. I haven't talked to him in a while, though, so I'm not sure. OK. Um. All right. So do we want to hit anything else before we go into some mailbag? We can do mailbag until Jason gets here. Then we yeah. can review the three soccer releases this week.
1: OK. Sounds like a plan. Alright, uh, mailbag. Oh, I lied. I have one other thing. From Facebook to, group, actually. Very ooh. cool. Max at Indy and Denton put out a thing. What's your best flip of all time? Some pretty wild stories in here. I'm just going to hit a couple of these. Matt bought that 2003 LeBron Carmelo Wade triple rookie PSA 10 from the Flare card. Three, paid 3 dollars in 2016. Just sold it for $3,200. That's like a Jeez. 9X uh, there's a couple other guys. I like this one. This dude Jason, he bought a Twins lot for super cheap, twelve bucks. Akil Badu went nuts the next year. He sold just that auto for 150. So what's that? Twelve xing his money on that one card. Um, there were some pretty wild stories. This one was cool. This was one back in the day when grading really took off. Corey, I bought a Russell Wilson Prism rookie for ten bucks. Paid ten bucks to grade it. That's how I know it was years ago. Then sold it for uh, for two thousand dollars. Twenty Gee. that's literally a hundred X your money.
2: Oh 20 crap.
1: to two thousand. Um, wow. Okay. This dude Ed said he bought a Griffey Jr. lot on eBay. 147 cards. He bought it for a hundred bucks. One of the rare cards alone in it, he sold for four thousand plus a thousand in trade. Um
2: there was some other crazy one. Someone bought Oh there were some ahead. wild I- stories. The I forgot last week, because I was going to do there's a couple things I was planning on doing on Thursday, but with the sickness didn't happen. So there was a state of the hobby poll we put up on Monday after the show, um, asking specifically for local card shop owners or employees to give us their thoughts on what they've been seeing over the last few months in the hobby. Do you remember this? Did you ever see this? You put up a poll. I mean, you put up a poll for shop owners, and the first 10 responses were
1: non shop owners. So I stopped paying attention. So I'm glad you followed up because I, I was not going to.
2: Yeah. Well, so the majority of the responses were from shop owners. I think the, I put up a, uh, I put in an option because I know people are going to want to click something. They, I gave an option for anyone who's not in LCS, just click here. And that's what they did. Um, but for the owners, they actually, this is the, the answer. I think, that is most telling no change. There was like multiple votes for a decrease, but there's even more votes for an increase in the market, uh, in the hobby, like as far as buying and selling. But then there was also a few votes for no change. So I think your average answer is no change. However, multiple people did comment saying like they have an eBay store, which they're saying the sales are hot. Some people did say that they do have a shop and they've seen prices and uh, people picking up um Kelsey Chris Kelsey over at Nashcard says box prices are up, single prices are down, overall card demand is up though. And he says he's getting new customers every day. Not to mention he just moved into a bigger shop and he's opening a new shop. So. And he's opening another shop. So I said, you know, it is kind of hard to to say when we when we're seeing so much doom and gloom in crypto and we see it in the stock market. And everyone assumes, well, it's going to happen in this space. And it, 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 you can't be unaffected by it. I think Card Ladder's index shows um, most sports, actually all sports other than baseball and wrestling, are down over the last month from where they were, um, ranging from the 3 to 7% range. Uh, but I, I think 3 to 7% is actually not bad. The market right now, the stock market, is down 20% from its high at the beginning of the year. So. Uh it's, it's not to say we aren't experiencing some effects from the the market downturn, but I don't think it's as bad as a lot of people think. Yeah, I think that's fair. By
1: the way, i tell you what was not bad
2: was the sales last night. We, I
1: went live in the app last night for about an hour and a half. We finally got our, I talked about this last week in the show, got our first round of Marvel back from SGC. We sold pretty well. Like, I think so, things were selling at comps. The majority I saw, of it. I saw that. That was awesome. I sold some big wax. I sold my box of Sterling top sterling baseball which i love i sold tribute tribute was awesome we had three solo boxes very last card out of the out of the first box dude hit a game used it was like a three or four color patch literally dirt on the patch and it has a sticker to prove what game it's from tribute is awesome it was a trout auto acetate on card game used patch that's got to be a thousand bucks like i would be shocked if it's not now granted the box is a 400 plus but it was really nice. We did that. that guy we sold a money. bunch of singles. Actually had a fun night. Um,
2: yeah, I, I saw you on there last night. It was actually pretty cool to watch. And then seeing uh, we had other sellers start jumping on. It was nice to see like the, the traffic being shared across Flushing everybody. Flushing breaks. Mike yeah, and Matt. So they were on
1: Instagram. It. They had a pretty good following. They were actually the breakers at Starstock before the whole Starstock debacle. Um, I like those dudes. They're giving away a Mickey Mantle autographed baseball with a full letter on Friday night. So they've been breaking on the app every day lately. So if you haven't checked it out yet, there you go. That's our one plug. And that's our only plug. I don't want to talk about this every show, but card shop live, download the app, Google and iOS, whatever you want to use. And yeah, at this point, it's there's stuff live posted during the day. And there's at least one or two people live just about every night. And we're adding more people this week. So yeah, it's picking up steam. No more talk about it, though. That's it. So mailbag, you know, the one thing I do want to ask the one mailbag question. Yeah. Uh, Chris Duff, your boy the Duff. Oh, yeah. I just, I don't know why. Every time I hear his name, Homer Simpson, right in my mind. That's it's Chris. Duff Beer. That's why. Uh, he talked about NFL Prism. $1,500 to $1,600 a box. Mm-hmm. He said, what do you think it does to pricing for other products? Nothing, because Prism is its own beast. For $500 you can get a decent RPA from a bunch of other products. Why wouldn't you just do that? If you're safe and conservative, I think that is the smartest play. Go buy a single of what you want. However, I'm very curious to see what is the pricing of, I, I tagged you in this comment, yeah. 2020, 2019, 2018. What is NFL Prism Hobby Boxes? What are those prices? Do you care
2: on which year? Do you want to go any direction on that? just no, give me all three years. All right, so I mean, 2019 is by far the cheapest. Oh, very cheap. Yeah, uh, 2019 is, in fact, is $850. Uh, 2018 is just a little under $2,100 we we'll call it 2 grand. And okay. 2020 is 2500.
1: So then this stuff coming out of 15 is not bad.
2: Yeah, 25% yeah, well, off 20 of
1: 2018 and $1000 a box cheaper than 2020. That's this is that's what I mean. This pricing is don't get me wrong, that's a ton of money for a box. The pricing is not out of whack and it should be a lot more expensive than 2019, which is a weak class. So that's my point. It's expensive but it is not out of whack compared to other years and compared to this year's pricing. That's it. We're done talking, just the two of us. So, I don't know how many people know this. There is an island, I don't know, (laughs) 1,000 miles, 2,000 miles to the northeast of us, Ireland. (laughs) Heck of a place. What? Six hours ahead of us, I think. I, I send a random DM on Twitter. I said, you know what? I don't expect a whole lot out of Jesse today. Coming out of COVID. That's fine. Not expecting it. No problem. Three soccer releases this week. I don't have any help in studio. I reached out to Jason <laughs> Flynn. God. Guy drops what he's doing. Puts down his dinner dinner plate right there. Says I'm coming on the show. Is that an app description, Jason?
0: I, I mean, now I'm starting to get a bit paranoid because I actually did put down my dinner plate. What? What was you and mash?
2: Chips It was fish not bad as a It, fish it and was fish
0: chips. Uh, no, it was, a, it was a shish kebab. Interesting. Ooh, wow. Yeah, we're broadening we're our horizons nice. here in Ireland sure. these
1: days. I noticed you're wearing a Dodgers hat. Would you like to explain that?
0: Um. Yeah, I was in an airport, saw the hat, tried it on. I said, oh, that brings out my eyes, and I bought it. There you go. All right. That's a simple enough explanation. But go Dodgers, of course. <laughs> so Naturally.
1: I can't thank you enough for joining us last minute. I said, and I'm sticking to this, especially since Jesse doubted it. 10 minutes time, there are three big releases in soccer this week. I don't remember the last time there were three soccer releases in a week. That seems crazy pop, like overpopulated.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, especially because we've just come to the end of, um, I mean, the weekend just gone was the end of most of the domestic seasons here in Europe. So all the big leagues were finishing for the week. And so last year and now this year, the companies have gotten into the completely counterproductive habit of releasing everything after the season is already finished. And um, so all of the hype is gone. All of the people have stopped watching the sport. And now you just have to slog through the releases based on the memories of the season that have just, ha- that's just happened.
1: Okay. So similar to what's happening with American football, then the C- the Super Bowl was in February because of demand and the, the supply and demand chain. Nope, the supply chain is what you call that. Everything is super re- pushed back. So the first one on here is like Prism Mosaic, excuse me, Panini Mosaic Premier League Soccer. These hobby boxes are like two seventy five. Yeah. I don't know anything about this product. I just know that La Liga, which Panini hooked us up with last week, is doing almost five hundred. These are way cheaper. What's the what's the deal here?
0: Yeah, so La Liga has better um, has better rookies in it. Okay. Uh, I mean, the the problem with Premier League product is uh, that basically the Premier League is not a rookie friendly league. It's generally a league where you know they buy. The teams there are the richest teams in the world and they buy ready-made players from other leagues. Um, you know, in, if you're in La Liga, if you're a team like Sevilla or if you're a team like, you know, Real, and somebody from the Premier League comes knocking on your door and says, I want to buy your best player. Generally, they have 50 million you know, euros in their pocket and you can't turn it down. So as a result, um, the Premier League sucks up most of ta- most of the talent from uh, players that are in their prime and is not a great rookie league, which is why uh, any Premier League product tends to be quite weak. So let me ask you this oh, scale okay. of
1: one to 10. 10 is like you're going nuts, buying the stuff like you're a maniac. Like your mm-hmm. love for the Dodgers rivals your love for that product. One being you hate it, <sighs> like you hate our stereotypes of Irish people. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that's fair. So at two, let's call it 275 a box. What do you rate that product?
2: Zero. Really? One, I'm showing 1.90 probably uh, for a box, but still. Oh really? Okay, I saw like 2.50 to 2.75. 200. Thanks.
0: The one thing about Mosaic is I suppose if you can if you can um rip a case of it, there's the stained glass. Sure. Which I uh, I love those inserts. And they're great. But for most players, you can probably just get the stained glass card if you want as a single uh, for most players in a few months time when people realize that they're not the hot property that they thought they were. Um uh, I, I just think like we uh myself and my co-host on my podcast, Soccer Cards United, uh, Enzo, uh we have an hey, ongoing hey, beef with Panini because we uh we basically just think that Panini have never watched soccer. Uh, and how they choose their checklist is they just put a bunch of guys from various teams on a on a dart board. Put blindfolds on and just throw darts at the board, and whoever it lands on, I guess they're getting a patch auto this year or whatever. You know, um, who so, doesn't like a
1: good game of darts? Though I, mean, I don't know. How I it know. I mean, it,
0: it's a good game, but it's it's not a great way to do business when it comes to the 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 license for the best league in the world. I mean, we just had um, the Premier League just finished this weekend, and we had it went down to literally the last five minutes. Oh of, wow! Okay. Uh, the, the last game of the season to see who was going to be crowned champions. Manchester City won, but it was maybe one of the best Premier League seasons we've seen in a long time and may see for a long time yet. Um, and you would not know that based on looking at any of the, uh, how Panini Prism Premier League has done. I mean, this is the, Mosaic is coming out now. We've already had a few different Prism configurations. Yep. And we have another Prism configuration to go and now we're doing Mosaic. So the timing, you're not a fan of the timing. Just I'm too not a much. fan of the timing or the content, no, or the gotcha. price.
1: So let me ask you this, La Liga Mosaic just came out. Like I said, it's doing about double what these boxes are. Scale yeah. of one to 10 on that product.
0: Yeah, well, let's call that a five. Okay. It's, it's still not the greatest thing in the world. Like I, I follow a team in Spain, Atletico Madrid, and if you look at La Liga Mosaic and you look at the autographs in there, none of the auto-checklist for that team currently play for the team. Oh, okay. okay. That's tough. And not in oh. a way like not in a way where they're club legends. If they were club legends, that's one thing. If you've gone sure. out and gotten the guys that everyone has kind of sentimental value towards, but they're just literally four or five guys that they could get all agreements with over the line, and they've slapped them on the checklist. But like they played maybe two, three, five years ago in some cases, and you're going like, oh yeah, I remember him. Why is he on the checklist for my team? <laughs> I got you. Okay,
1: so we're so way down on Premier League mosaic. The next one coming out, I believe this is also on Wednesday, 2022. Top Stadium Club Chrome Bundesliga, which I did yeah. not know how to say before. It's like a buck forty to a buck fifty, roughly a box. Where are you at on that
0: one? A little bit better. Um, okay. So that's based on last year was the first time we ever had um, Stadium Club uh, for the Stadium Club Chrome for for soccer at all. That was a uh, Champions League. You have a Champions League Stadium Club Chrome last year. And that was one of those boxes, I'm sure you guys have come across releases like this, where if you ask anybody, they say, oh, do you know what I loved was Stadium Club Chrome. That was amazing. The images were great. It was a great checklist. The price were good. And all everyone thought it was great. And yet, you can basically buy it now for what you could buy it back then.
1: Yeah, because baseball just released it, I, I think two years ago was the first, I mean, I want to say it was like 2020, it was the first time we got Stadium Club Chrome. Yeah. And it was. Uh, love the action photos. But, yeah, I, I did. there was not a big chase for me to go get it because it was like, you know, this year it'll be different in baseball. Wander Franco is a stud rookie. But I, I do agree with that. There's not this crazy demand for it after the fact.
0: No, it's almost kind of a it's a set that everyone, everyone likes. But because the photos are so good, you can kind of appreciate them from afar. You can kind of just look at the photos of the cards in a way that you can't with other cards. You can kind of just go, oh, that's a cool image. They chose that. Wow, well done. And then I don't really need to open a whole box of it. Um... But last year's Champions League class was was stacked with rookies. So that was one thing. And that box will do okay eventually. And I, I recommend picking up that box uh, if anyone's got cash burning a hole in their pocket. Um, but this year, for we have the stadium for the Bundesliga. And the problem with the Bundesliga license is that... Um, it's hard to tell who it's for. I mean, I think for for what did you say, one hundred and forty dollars? Yeah, one hundred and thirty to one
1: hundred and fifty is is the most. I mean, roughly.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean, you you do have that's a, that's kind of what I would class as like kind of fun rip territory. It's it's under one hundred and fifty dollars. You can open it if you have seen the Bundesliga. If you know who the likes of, um, not just Erling Holland and Robert Lewandowski, but if you know who like, uh, Marco Royce is, or you know. Thomas Muller if these are names that kind of sound familiar it will be a fun rip but even I'm finding with the Bundesliga license at the moment I'm going through it the Bundesliga is just kind of one of five top leagues uh, in European soccer and I'm kind of going through it and I'm like I guess I've heard of him you know like as a neutral oh. if unless you're a fan of one of the teams hmm. you're opening a lot of cards and going like no this means very little to me I mean, that, oh, that's boy. one thing I will say in favour of the Premier League the Premier League has a huge global following Okay. Um, and so does La Liga to a certain extent but the Bundesliga doesn't really have that the good news is the hobby is growing rapidly in Germany um, and Haaland's a German right he's Norwegian but he plays in Germany okay um, but this will be the last season that we have Erling Haaland uh, cards in Bundesliga product because he's moved to Manchester City in England
1: which is Premier League? Premier League, yes. Yeah. So next to, year, we're I am, have by much By the strength. way, I am killing it with soccer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. you're, hang on. So you're a five on that product, though. It's it's cheap. The Stadium Club, it, because of the price point, it's like it's a it's a fun rip. Nothing, yeah, if you're, you're, you're German,
0: s- if you support a German, if you follow a German team, or if you feel like you're confident enough to be able to appreciate it, or You want to just open some cool images, and you have a chance. That I suppose you have a chance at an Ernie Holland autograph. That's what Top says. Every release, they cannot have many left because it only tends to be one of ones. But yeah. So I I think it's important to point out
2: what your thoughts are right now, Jason, on the overall card market as a whole, because I think that also influences anybody's opinion, ours included. If we think the market is like tanking, then maybe you're not as hot on these, whereas someone else would be much more apt to buy because they think the market is still in a good place. I'm just curious, what are what's your take? But you just said he's optimistic, like a lot of growth. Well, he said in there there's some growth in some areas. I'm curious on his overall take of the market.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, like things are, are slowing down uh, this season. I mean, one of the things was... I mean, just hopefully temporarily for this season, but we were, I was kind of talking all the time last year about how when we had the 2020, 2021 class, um, which we nicknamed the Jude class after Jude Bellingham, Jude was Bellingham. Kind of the, England. The lead rookie, hey, yeah.
2: Speaking of 2020, 2021. Brilliant. So got that top top chrome sapphire box. Perfect. Waiting to do something with.
0: So, because that was kind of a season where people started to, it's kind of the second season, third season, people were really paying attention to soccer. It was still in the pandemic. And because of internal causes related to COVID within soccer, there was lots of rookies playing. That rookie class was unbelievably good. And, you know, those of us in the know were saying to people this is not what it's usually like. We don't have a draft system. We don't have a yearly rookie draft. Like, it's not like this. It's This is a pure coincidence based on two years of teams being economically stranded and having to play the young players. Okay. There will not be a rookie class like this again, maybe ever. And so what's happening now is people are looking through the rookies for this year and going like, I think he's made one senior appearance, two senior appearances. He's playing for the reserves. He's playing for the under 18s, playing for the under 23s, whatever it is. And so the rookies... Um, for this year, are much more pure prospects than the rookies for last year who you kind of knew because they played and they're still playing. Yeah, that's actually
1: the same thing I think we're going to see with football this year. Again, American football, 2020, two unbelievable quarterbacks. 2021, a couple very good and at least a couple other decent quarterbacks and an unbelievable receiver. This class, the draft just happened a few weeks ago on paper very offensively underwhelming. So I think we're seeing the same thing with 20. I think we're going to see the same thing with 2022 NFL product. Anyways, I already know this. I feel like I already know the answer to this last one then. The third product this week, 2021-2022 Panini Prism Premier League Soccer Breakaway Box. These are doing like a buck 50 to a buck 75 most places.
0: Yeah, so if you're if you're a fan of a Premier League team um, if you're a Manchester United fan, if you're a Watford fan, if you're, you know, um, an Arsenal fan, whatever, this is great. But like, I was just looking at the different configurations of Premier League Prism and we had hobby boxes. We had first off the line hobby boxes Um, we had uh, hobby choice. We had H2 hybrid and then we have breakaway. Now, it's been explained to me before that the whole thing about Prism is the endless variations that seems to be a maybe a little bit of kind of, you know, apologism for for Panini not <laughs> being able to you know keep their powder dry when it comes to print runs. Um, so in a Breakaway box, you have eight exclusive. prism. I don't know prism. what that means, but I liked it. So Don't <laughs> explain know? it. Don't no, please don't okay, just leave it. Right, yeah, I, I'm very happy with how right? <laughs> that hit. So just yep. Please keep right. going. Um, so we have eight exclusive prism parallels, three base silver prism parallels, six inserts, and then you've got ten autographs. Uh, per case and 20 boxes per case so that would be fine except the auto checklist again i was talking about this with la liga mosaic the auto checklist is not great um it's kind of like you just look at it and like for instance manchester united there's a dual autograph set checklist within this uh set and manchester united who of course maybe one of the five biggest teams, definitely one of the five biggest teams in World Soccer, never mind just the Premier League, in terms of the brand, in terms of the number of supporters, number five. I know who
1: that is. That tells exactly. you exactly. Know right, yeah. yep. Man so, U. Man to me is what I call him. Man U.
0: Very good. Very yep. casual. No problem. <laughs> um, so their dual signature is two guys. One is Anthony Martial and Donny van de Beek is the other one. And uh, Tony and Donny, uh, neither of them spent the second half of the season at Manchester United, they're both sent out on loan to other teams. Okay. So it's like having a Lakers autograph set and instead of it being Shaq and Kobe,
1: it's James Worthy and Robert Ori. Who you're like, yeah, you know, I got gotcha. you.
0: Even fans of the team are like, I don't yeah. want this. Um, <laughs> so, and then you have like just weird. It's just like with Panini. What always strikes me is not even that it's bad. It's just weird. Okay. It's just like these are the last, sometimes the last players I would think of. Like they have flashback autographs, which are you know the players of of, of days past. You have people like Robin van Persie for Arsenal, brilliant. Uh, Frank Lampard for Chelsea, fantastic. Uh, Landon Donovan's in there for everything. Obviously, oh, yeah. Landon Donovan yep. is going to have uh, appeal. Um,
1: but is he the just biggest, got weird?
0: Is he the biggest US star like of past? Um, I would have said Clint Dempsey.
1: Oh yeah okay I remember I Clint Dempsey. Too. Um
0: certainly Clint Dempsey in terms of the pre uh the pre-Christian Pulisic uh, era. Oh yeah okay. Yeah
1: Christian's a kid like I ne- I never heard of him until like this year honestly yeah. but
0: okay okay sorry. Um but in ter- like when I was grow- growing up like the American soccer players that I knew was like Landon Donovan, Clint Dempsey, uh Tim Howard, the goalie, I remember and Tim. And Brad Friedel. Yeah, there was like weirdly lots of goalies produced. I don't know what th- that was about. So You've just got weird autographs, you know, too many variations for me. And then the problem is there's not that many rookies. It'd be great if you had lots of variations so there you could, there was lots of opportunities to get in on various rookies, but you've just got not really great rookie checklist and millions of cards for everyone else.
1: Gotcha. So one to 10 on this. I see. I wrote down a number before you started talking. I actually think I'm high now. Before I start saying the whole thing. Yeah, I, I think I'm a little <laughs> high. What is your number? One to ten. So on
0: this. I'm going to weight it to the fact that this is, you know, compared to other Prism, uh, I would say, f- yeah, four, three, four. Four. I yeah. said four. No one can see that. Three. You put okay. Three. Wow. Put oh. three
1: before you start talking. Okay. Yeah. So you're not overly impressed with any of these products this week.
0: I just, no, no, okay. I'm not.
1: Hey, that's fair. I mean, honestly, I want the honest commentary. I don't want you to come on here and say, I'll oh, buy everything. I mean, I, I, we don't know what it is, and I know we're going to get a lot of questions. Like, hey, these three are coming out. So in your head, hold your money for later releases this year as we get closer yeah. to the World Cup.
0: Yeah. If, if starts in if November,
1: buy- November, by the way, in case you're wondering. That's right. So I've heard. Wow. Uh, uh, job, if you want to
0: buy Prism this year for soccer, buy World Cup Prism in November. Okay. Oh, interesting. All right. So before you go, last thing, anything you are excited about, anything you do want? Um, yeah, they uh, just uh, updated the the Chrome, the uh, Topps Chrome UEFA Champions League checklist. So they had flagship earlier in the year, and there was lots of rookies in that. And then the, the checklist for Chrome just came out, and there's even more rookies. They've added rookies. Oh, okay. Um, oh, cool. And the hobby boxes are probably going to be around what they were last year, which was like about, I think... Three hundred euros, three fifty euros. So that's about the same in dollars because we're up around, I think, ninety six US cents to a euro. Um, congratulations on the strength of your yeah, currency. Yeah, we're
2: doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> you, you should be over here and experience the inflation. I know. Better. I'm
0: actually. Oh, by the way, I should say to you guys, uh, Enzo and I are coming to the national so we'll see you there. Whoa. You yeah. Oh, we're recording something. How together. tall is Enzo? N- uh, not as tall as me. Okay. I'll talk with him in person then. Uh, how <laughs> many? How many stones are you? Oh that's how right. many how many stones am I I'm about 15 16 stones how many stones am I <laughs> a pile is that
2: is, there, is that a like rock an avalanche wall. is that
1: Jesse that's don't, it. Jesse don't I be don't insensitive
2: <laughs> what
1: you're coming to the national, to Dude, we, should to the do, national. we should yeah. do a live show together at the national well, not a live podcast we should do a podcast in the same room we're not doing another we will never let me just give you a little advice on this don't oh ever gosh. do a live podcast with an audience Why? because they can't with hear the an audience. audience and you're responding and the people in the podcast like i never heard the question then you make a joke and like what are these idiots we can't hear it it's brutal
2: here's the thing you can't make the rule. Do it. never do it just don't do it like how we did with it, an, an audience prepared Correct. Can
0: you not just give, can you not get a, yeah, uh, exactly. a producer with a roving microphone? Well, we probably exactly. I'll tell you what sets
1: you back though. When the guy who does all the tech work and programming and all the audio for your show, Jesse walks on stage with a minute to go. not yeah. a great I look.
2: was told I would, oh. we would be ready to go. We're not going to talk I, about the evening before, so I'm going to let it oh go my if you gosh. are. We're done. That's
1: it. We've gone more than great. 10 minutes. I'm excited about the national. We'll see you there. See you there. What are you going to do the whole weekend? When are you getting in?
0: Uh, probably going to do the whole uh, yeah the whole however many days of the conference we haven't booked our flights yet but do you have we'll a table for... space no no
1: table oh, space that's okay Dang. tough to get um, we had something somebody pulled the rug off from under us so is that uh, right? we have a little bit of table space though we'll, we'll have a setup um, good. good this is exciting can I, can
0: I just say just one thing on, 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 uh, no, on no cut him yep, Chrome, you wait for Chrome <laughs> uh, the hobby boxes are going to be about what they were last year which hasn't had seen a great return on investment but they're also in they're also bringing out hobby light uh, this year, um, which oh, I think I is exciting because you can dip into it without having to spend whatever you know, three or four hundred. Hobby bucks, lights coming out at seventy
2: dollars as as, as, as it oh shows way now. cheaper. Yeah, so that's what
1: I'd recommend. That's what I'm excited about. I say we do a live podcast from the table, a ten minute thing. Perfect, uh, an interview. Yeah, for sure. That's Jason, Thank you, Jason. Soccer cards United. You can get the podcast somewhere i don't actually know where you get oh we're on youtube we're on everywhere oh there you go oh there Perfect. you go. well thank yeah. you for joining us thank go you go. i can finish your kebab go dodgers it's a shish kebab they call it a kebab okay there you go. Okay. Awesome. okay thank you thank you jason bye, thanks jason. guys bye bye all right so there you go that was jason flynn soccer cards united that was actually the best 10 minutes we've ever had with him, normally our twenty minutes go an hour, so that ten minutes only went about fifteen. Not bad. That was that was almost twenty minutes. But I enjoy it was still good the honest critiques and criticisms. And he's coming to the national. Let's go
2: mailbag. Um, let's pick up where we left off. Brian Olecki wants to know: Can you talk about the current market dip? My card lighter portfolio is down about twelve percent over the last two and a half months. I've noticed that Fanatics has made no headlines during this time is the market waiting for that? I'm
1: going to tie this in with the first question from John then, because he kind of is the other side. A lot of doom and gloom from creators. It's related to the stock market. Can you provide a reality check on what's actually happening? I think what Brian says is very accurate. The market in general, again, we've seen a little bit more of a slide. I mean, 5 to 15-ish percent. Basketball is obviously hot if they're relevant players. You know, We talked about Curry, uh, Steph, Tatum stuff is way up, obviously. You know, even like guys like Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, guys like that are way up. Um, but yeah, in general, the market's still fairly soft. I think in ge- I think a lot of it has to do with the timing, like I said before. Uh, but I do think it's it's almost like guys are trying to talk this into reality more. Like to John's point, a lot of these content creators are doom and gloom guys. I don't understand it. I I don't think it's gonna crash. I think we've seen the worst of it, and now we're seeing like the adjustments. And hey, base, the baseball prospecting market, for example, if you if you had the right guy there, if you were holding J-Rod, he's way up over the past month. Wander stuff has started to rebound. So I think some guys are up and a lot of stuff is down. But I think that's kind of getting back to the normal cycle of something has to happen to the good or to the bad. So I, I do. I think it's kind of somewhere in the middle. There's not really a lot of doom and gloom. I'm not seeing stuff pumped up that's going 10x and then a week later it's down 90% like we saw, you know, a year ago at this time, so I, I don't know. I think it's kind of a regular market, and then I think you'll see a slowdown leading up to the national, like we see every year. So just to kind of combine those two questions, there you go. I don't think I have as cheery as of an out, outlook on it as you do, but we have that's COVID fine. racing through your body. I mean, how cheery are you supposed to be? That's
2: fair. Just to your um, credit, by the way. No, no, no. I honestly, the the market is uh, on on the whole is actually doing fairly well, considering what's going on in the outside world, but, um, but yeah, I don't think we're necessarily at the bottom, but I do think we're very close to that, especially hopefully, in fact, watch the market. Like today was a very good day in the market. Um, we were, we entered bear market territory, which just basically means a 20% correction from the last high. Um, we entered it briefly on Friday, but there was a nice pullback from that. so. If we can maintain not going into a bear market, I think it's going to be very good for this market, the crypto market, basically all financial uh, and collectible markets. But if we enter into a bear market, I think that's where we have to worry about more downside. So we'll see as the days progress. Okay, good. Uh, Ruben Vasquez wants to know, do you think uh, Manny many? how do you pronounce Machado. this? Machado okay yeah. Machado cards are a long-term hold or get out now he's playing at an MVP caliber level
1: yeah I looked up a couple of his cards he's actually not as valuable as I thought he would be so it's just to give you an idea on his flagship stuff 2013 tops PSA 10s are like 75 bucks even less oh. than that and the pop is not that high I'm okay holding that I mean fine said on the last show he's probably a first ballot hall of famer by the time it's said and done Maybe he flirts with three thousand hits. He's still young. Machado's a guy who's been around so long. I think even in my mind, I was like, "Oh, he's well into his 30s. No, he's not. I mean, his twenty thirteen tops Chrome PSA ten, still under two hundred dollars, one seventy five ish. I don't. Yeah. Even if you don't want to hold him long term, I would for sure hold him to the to the end of this season. I think you'll see a, a pretty nice jump in his stuff if he his health has been the issue. But if he can stay healthy, which it looks like he will. I mean, you know, again, that could change any moment. But yeah, I'm okay with a long term hold. The only thing I wouldn't do with him is to get out right now. I would wait at least till the end of the season, playoff time. Next. So, uh,
2: but you said hold. Is he not a buy though?
1: Like if you don't already have him, you wouldn't get him. Yeah, personally, no, because I don't trust Machado enough for that. But if you've already got him, I would,
2: I would hold him. Okay. Thank you for the clarification, Michael. Mark Rapala. Was at the Dallas Card Show this weekend. Picked up a ton of Russell Wilson tops Chrome PSA nines for cheap. Also some Prism rookie PSA tens and BGS nine fives. People seem to be selling him at sixty percent of comps. Good deal for me. I, I don't. If you could buy anything at sixty percent of comps on a
1: relevant player, it's an unbelievable deal. I you think don't know he's who, missing
2: something. I don't know who's selling at
1: sixty percent. I'm wondering what comps he's going off of. If that's the case, though, Mark, absolutely phenomenal buy.
2: Okay, good. Um, Rich Tippett, with new Star Wars TV series being announced, do you see Star Wars trading cards getting a similar bump at, uh, that Marvel cards have gotten? Here's the thing: there's this is already the Kenobi been, one, right? Uh, well, that's the only thing I can think of because I don't know of another one that was announced unless it happened over the last few days. Well, I, I did I've been, search
1: this early when f- I was going
2: through mailbag. I think it's just the Kenobi thing. That and so that's the thing. There have already been multiple Star Wars series. Uh, you know, you got. Uh, Boba Fett, you've got Mandalorian, you've got a few of the animated ones, and now this. I don't know if this series does anything to boost that card market, Um, uh, but it it is cool because it will have relevant uh, characters from those card series as far as like the actual actors uh, who signed some of those cards. I think it'll be good for the market, though. Like Moon Knight, for example, that series did pretty well.
1: His Marvel cards have done really well she hulk because is that series coming out like it seems like she hulk cards have actually done pretty well so i do think you'll see a decent but but again i would caution i think you'll see a lot of the same with the marvel what we saw with marvel it is so much smaller than sports cards it's that much easier to influence and pump so i would just say be very cautious if you start seeing people talk about it that's my only fear let me hit the next question because it's very long and it's a short answer here the guy asked about like card savers, which are the flimsier cards, the ones you use for grading, as opposed to top loaders. Card savers for vintage are easy because you can slide them in. It opens much wider. The whole card can slide in. You don't, have, you don't have to worry about nicking a corner. And to get the card out, again, it opens wide, easy enough to get your fingers. In general, though, I keep everything non-vintage in top loaders. Even my vintage I keep in top loaders. I'm just careful. I penny sleeve it all. And I penny sleeve everything... Some guys are weird about penny sleeving vintage. I think if you're careful, it's the best thing to do. But you have to be careful in the corners. That's that's why some guys don't mess with with um, card savers. Uh, both, but both do a
2: pretty good job protecting stuff. So. Oh, okay, cool. Um, all right, Anthony. Real based on recent uh, on the recently released NFL schedules, I see the Bengals could start off strong with maybe one or two losses before their buy, which means burrow prices may go crazy. Any other teams with weak first half schedules you see go doing good? I like what he's doing here. I like that he's researching the playoffs or the, the play schedule.
1: Yeah, it's interesting. So the other two teams that stuck out to me—I think that's a good play with the Bengals. Although Burrow pricing coming off a of Super Bowl going to be tough. The two teams that have—I believe—they're in the bottom ten for easiest starts. Actually, three teams: the Jaguars, the Eagles, and the Ravens. I like all three of those quarterbacks. I think Trevor Lawrence is talented. I think he could have a nice rebound, especially if he plays bad teams to start. Same thing with Jalen Hurts, getting A.J. Brown, a top 10 guy, and a weak schedule for a team that already made the playoffs. like That's a great sign for him. And Lamar Jackson is as electrifying. He's not as good a quarterback, but he is as entertaining and as electrifying as any quarterback who's ever played. He could very easily start off at a crazy pace, running, passing, everything, and his stuff could get off. So, yeah, I, I do think it's important to look at schedules like that. In addition to the team he mentioned, the Bengals, I actually like those three teams just as much.
2: Okay. Uh, David Peard, thoughts on cracking a card that got a low grade, let say hit, PSA okay. nine, 7 or 8. Yep. Hang on, let me just finish it. Um, or selling raw. Is this ethical? Uh, go ahead, go from there.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's asking, do I crack cards out, right? Because a PSA 8 sells the same as raw. Should I sell? So, I have no issue if you're selling a card that was a seven or above. Seven is near mint. The only issue I ever have is when guys try to then misrepresent it in in the title. For example, I have a Wander Tops rookie that was a seven. I cracked it out. I'm selling it raw. Gem mint question mark in the title. You know it's not gem mint. You know it is near mint. It was already graded near mint. So I think as long as you disclose the actual condition, I'm okay with it. Now, if you break out a three because it has a weird line on the back that's tough to see, you're a scumbag. Like you know it was crappily graded. Leave it. But if it's seven, eight, nine, I actually have no issue as long as you're not making claims that hey, this is a, you know, could gem, could potentially gem. No, I mean, it's not no,
2: it's don't oversell it. Uh, next question from Alex Furman. All right, Alex. Your wish is my command. I heard that the with digital cards, complete sets can be exchanged for limited edition cards. Any chance of physical cards set companies doing this? I see Breakers just trashing base cards and it being such a waste of cards and resources. Shout out from the UK. Oof. That was pretty good. How much do you think that island hates you? That- <laughs> I can tell you from someone who's very close to that island, Jason seems to enjoy me, so. Do you have an answer to that question, though? I actually think it's kind of up your alley. Uh, the complete, oh, the a physical. So basically what he was saying, if you couldn't tell over the British accent, uh, are there going to be exchanges for someone completing a physical uh, are, are a complete set i think it'd be awesome like the chase like cards. they do with
1: nfts i actually think that'd I be very cool
2: that was a when he mentioned when i when i already read this before and i thought this was a genius idea just because the fact that there is so much waste like what what are guys doing what's the incentive of doing anything with all that base so i i, I would love to see something yep i'm totally um, i'm totally i think it'd be awesome Well, and it's kind of like how the idea of Panini's already been running with that with the NFTs, like where if you get like some rando NFT, like what do you do with this guy? You know, it may not be worth anything. Well, they do the challenges where you do take some of those rando guys and if you complete it, you end up winning some nice cards. Can
1: I hit the next couple quick just so we can get all of them? I know we're going long here uh
2: whatever man it's your world finals matchup
1: clearly at this point it's going to be the mavs i mean the uh golden state and and celtics is for sure the best mike talked about like big markets do better mike in general i don't know that that's really the case anymore i I just don't i think that is an overused term at this point wander plays for tampa zion plays for new orleans ja is in memphis i don't think it, it trevor lawrence is in jacksonville I don't think the market plays as much of a role in these things as, as most anymore. Um, we talked about the Andrew Wiggins thing from Isla Fishman. Like, hey, Andrew Wiggins a sell now. Jesse told you his pricing is way up. I would absolutely sell him now. Um, the only thing I disagree with that he said is, Jesse, you're doing great. I I think Jesse is doing absolutely great. So a little, <laughs> little, little correction there.
2: Okay. I was mad at you because you cut me off and spoke over me like you usually do. But now I'm less mad. See? Thank you.
1: I just want to get through Thanks. a few because
2: I do want to hit them all. Okay. Wow, there, we got like seven more. Well, I saved the, the guy whose
1: initials are ZB. I saved that for you. I just want you to say his <laughs> name, and then I'll, I'll take the question if that's okay.
2: Yeah, that, that's an easy one. Can it's you, Z, Zeld, Zeldjiko Blogjajovic. There you go. That's so, actually really close.
1: He is in Europe. How does fanatics take over affect things over there? That's kind of the gist of it. I think for the better, ZB. You're going to actually have access to product. I think their distribution is much more international than anything we have right now. Um, import tax, different things like that obviously play a, a big role in that, but I think you're going to see distribution be much more widespread than it is right now. Um, I think that's going to be a good thing, as he mentioned, for things across the pond. Over the pond. Um, there you go. That's Is that what they said? Okay. He said over the pond.
2: His words. We only got <laughs> right. four left. Let's Go. Go. Oh, you want me to? Uh, uh, Tracy once uh, just says, "Love the show." What is your favorite '90s set slash insert?
1: Yeah, I love the the refractors, early baseball refractors. Uh, absolutely, my favorite. Yep, easy, very simple. The finest refractors. I should be specific. And the 2000 um, showcase baseball is my favorite product ever.
2: All right, Josh Gibbs, with these new nil cards with like Bowman University and wildcard illumination. What's the chances that the even the best player cards hold value or gain value after their first professional rookie card is released. I think it's good.
1: It's it's an XRC because, again, you're getting them early, so it's not just going to be a card where you get 50 different variations of the same one because the other ones will be later. I, I'm not saying they're going to sell through the roof, but relative to what it's going to cost you to get them, I think the market will do just fine. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a bad play.
2: Tyler Rodriguez, still a long season to go, but do you think a World Series ring would spike Mike Trout? prices
1: yeah the way the angels are playing if you believe trout is going even just to the let's just take a step back if trout is going to be relevant in the playoffs which he has never been relevant in the playoffs then you have to buy right now no question i don't know i, I haven't paid enough attention to the angels and we're like 40 games in so and the, um, the last question by the way was from randy i just saw you looking down i was gonna take that just because i think you were busy i'm sorry oh you didn't
2: want the nick no no you can nick do them well. both i thought you were I, I oh, was start. pick.
1: we've lost our, our, our chemistry our a little rhythm. bit. That's my fault. N-
2: no, you're fine. Uh, Nick Cole uh, with card production out of whack PSA, still backlogged and the economy, having a hiccup. Are we heading into some buying opportunities? In your defense, Ooh, the like guy's that.
1: last name is K J O L H E D I, E. I mean, yeah. what are we doing I nailed here? It. No, I nailed you it. killed it. I'm, I'm mad at Nick's parents. <laughs> Um, I, I did. First of all, the, the card production out of wax thing, I think, is overblown. Like people are starting to say junk wax. Here's the one issue. and This is a long, a quick answer to this question that he didn't really ask. Junk wax was junk wax because we had two to three products a year. Period. No parallels. No variation. No serial numbering. I we don't have that now. It's it, you have a million different products. You also have a market that is a thousand times bigger than it used to be. The PSA backlog, you know, that thing's been a reality for a while now. I do think there are some buying opportunities, but I think it's more so based on the fact that the overall card market is down right now. But if you're playing it like that, like I am, I'm just going for the safe plays. Buy cemented, active legends, Brady, LeBron, those type of things. I'm not saying they're going to rebound in a month, but I think long term, if you have patient money, I think you'd be all right. Nice,
2: Tyler, uh, Randy, uh, Tyler, Hero, and Bam, buy, sell, or hold now. I'm a sell.
1: Only because I think the Celtics are beating them. If you think they're going to the finals, you got to be able You could even buy them right now, buy or hold. But if you think they're losing to the Celtics, I'm a sell. Perfect. Thank you, Michael.
2: That is your mailbag. I thought that was a fairly good show today. Seven point yeah. five. I think for the fact that I'm still fogged COVID brain, uh, I'm okay with how it went. I I say, didn't mean to speak over you as much today. I, I was picking up on the vibe that you were like needing a minute. N- Some no, of that's no, my fault. No, no, no. Don't you dare. You've been doing very good during this as far as being nice to me during my brain fogginess. You've been very kind to me outside of the show, bringing us meals and things of the sort. I appreciate you. Okay, Michael, Michael, look at me. Michael, look at me. I appreciate you. I'm excited for the National.
1: we got to call Jeremy right after this, so I'm pumped. We're making some big plans for the National. That is your show. That is Sports Cards Nonsense, brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network, powered by Spotify. Again, Jason Flynn is our – oh, he's not in-house. He's our out-of-house soccer expert. Uh, Soccer Cards United is the name of his podcast. I don't know who this Enzo character is. I don't trust people named after pasta, (laughs) but we like Jason. So that's your show. We'll be back i think we're back next week regular or back later this week right thursday monday thursday there you go and we've got a guest who i don't know so we've got a couple guests. exciting. i've been i've been stepping up you know what that's the one thing you could do to make my job a tiny bit easier starting maybe mid-june-ish line up a Uh couple guests i've been i've been really trying
2: to book them out i booked one today
1: so there you go okay you had nothing (laughs) to do with that all right we'll see you thursday goodbye